Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Money, 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 money. He was practicing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, that's our prayer sometimes, right? Sometimes, right? God, I need money, 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 money. <laughs> oh, I've enjoyed prayer. I've enjoyed prayer. Amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in God's house today? Isn't it a privilege? Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter 14. I give honor to our pastor and our pastor's wife. Honored to to preach this morning. In verse 21, the Bible says, And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. You could preach on that scripture right there. Give me the persons and take the goods. You know, the king of Sodom represented the world, Sodom and Gomorrah, God destroyed. Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up my hand unto the Lord and the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread, somebody say a thread, even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abraham rich. He said, I'm not going to take anything. Genesis 15 and 1, look now, because of Abraham's response to the offering that he was going to receive, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham, 
it amazing how God comes to us? Isn't it amazing how when we, when we refuse what the world has to offer, how God seems to just show up? How God seems to just step right in and say, hey, you didn't want that, now what do you want from me? He said, he said, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. I am thy shield and I am thy exceeding great reward. I just feel to piggyback off of what, off of what our pastor has, has been preaching about, and that is the benefits of God. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, if I can uh, jump onto a part two in that, I just feel to stay in that vein. Is that all right? We're gonna, we're gonna talk about the benefits of God. Would you lift your hands with me? Ask the word of the Lord to speak to you. We love you tonight. God, we thank you for the opportunity, oh Lord, to hear your word. Pray, oh God, that you would help us today. God, that we would be a receiver of your word, that our hearts and our spirits will be open. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Would you clap your hands loudly to the Lord and give him praise before you're seated? Oh, come on, let's praise him all over the building. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Benefits of God. You may be seated. You may be seated. Abraham's story is such a powerful story. He, the Lord spoke to him in Genesis chapter 12. I want, to, I want to lay a foundation for where I'm going this morning. In Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1, if you'll, if you'll turn there in your Bibles, if you'll throw it up on the screen, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abram, Get thee out of thy country. From thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation and bless thee and make thy name great. And, and, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord spoke to him and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. You ain't too old to do something for God, by the way. <laughs> Abraham, Abraham departed. Now you have to understand, this is a day with no technology, no FaceTime, no text messages, no phone calls back home, no, no vacation to go back and see family. It was just, that was all Abram had at that time, just his family, his his friends, his loved ones, the neighborhood he grew up in, those were the only people that Abram had. And God said, I want you to leave that and to go to a place that you have never been that I'm going to show you. No phone, no technology, no car, no vehicle, no re very limited resources. And here Abraham steps out in faith and goes. Abraham departs out of his home and he begins to follow the leading of the Lord. And you'll find just a few chapters later where, where Abraham, not only did he have to leave home, but there came a place 
in his walk with God that he even had to leave Lot. He even had to leave the only piece of home that he could take with him. He had to separate from Lot as well. The herds were getting too big and there was problems between the servants and so Abraham had to separate from Lot. And when he separated from Lot, he gave Lot the best choice or the first choice of where he would go. And Abraham said, if you'll go this way, I'll go that way. If you'll, if you'll go that way, I'll go this way. Abraham said, you pick where you go and I'll go the other way. So Abraham leaves his home. He leaves his family, and then once he's gone from that, he leaves the only thing that represents home that he has left. Abraham leaves. Everybody say he leaves. Abraham goes out from his own life. He goes out from his own lifestyle and to follow the path that God has for his life. And can I stop here and tell some people in this room that when God Amen. When God fills an individual with the Holy Ghost, when God, amen, grants repentance to an individual, he is calling them not just for a momentary uh, filling of his spirit, but he is calling us uh, to go out and follow his leading, to go out and follow his path. That's why the Bible calls it a new birth. It is not an ending, but it is a beginning. God has more for us than just speaking in tongues and attending service on Sunday and on Wednesday. God has a plan for your life. I need to park here for just a moment. Some of you feel like some of you feel like you have to you have to look at other people and live live uh, live like them, live according to their life, live up to their standard, try to live and be like them. I'm all for having heroes and thank God for heroes in the church. Amen. But you better understand right now, sir. You better understand right now, ma'am, that God thought enough about you on that cross. God thought enough about you when he made you that he gave you a specific plan that was meant for you and you only. Somebody say he has a plan for me. Oh, come on. Say he has a plan for me. God has a plan for you. Be seated. And so Abraham leaves. He, he leaves his home. He, 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 he trusts the voice and, and the will of God. And here Abraham is and, and, and he's heard the news that, that Lot has been captured. Lot has been captured by an army that came in and invaded Sodom. And so Abraham catches wind of the news and, and Abraham takes his servants, some 300, 300 men, and he goes to where Lot and these prisoners of Sodom are. He goes and he takes those prisoners back with him. They, they, they win the battle and they come back to Sodom and, and, and here Abraham and his servants are. They're, they're loaded down with people, loaded down with possessions. Jump into the story with me for a moment. I can see, I can see his servants carrying bags of, bags of silver, bags of gold, and I can see on their camels they're loaded down with with these different changes of garments and different things. They have all of these things that they have now walked into Sodom with to stand before the king of Sodom. And the king says, 
to Abraham, he said, yeah, I read it to you earlier. He said, he said, take the, take the goods, take the stuff, and give me the people. And Abraham responds to that king. He said, I'm not going to take even a thread of a shoe latchet from, from this spoil. He said, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, I, I don't want you to be able to say that you made me rich. I don't want you to be able to say later, it was me that blessed you. It was me that provided for you. Abraham said, hang on. I left my home. I left my family. I'm not going to do all of that to settle for a little spoil that the world has to offer me. Why in the world would I leave all of that behind? Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Why would I walk away from all of that, all of that lifestyle, all of, the, oh, all of that drinking and drugging and all of that relationship mess and all of that? So why would I walk away from all of that? Why would I walk away from family and friends? Why would I walk away from an old lifestyle just to receive a little temporary blessing? Doesn't it seem counterproductive to you to do all of that work, to do all of that, to make the hard decisions, to make the hard things come to pass? Doesn't it seem counterproductive that once he's on the journey with God to accept just this little small gift that's going to satisfy him temporarily? Doesn't it seem counterproductive to say, I left all of that, let me just take this little thing and leave? How many times, how many times do we walk away from an old lifestyle? How many times do we walk away from an old habit? How many times do we walk away from old friends and old hobbies and old things? How many times do we walk away from those things and all of a sudden we're in church and we're living for God and here and here this little thing, this little temptation, this little reward, if you will, pops its head back up. How many times do we have that happen and, and we settle, we settle for the lesser than. We've started on our journey with God, but yet we settle for the gift that's right now. God's over here saying, hey, I've got something for you, but the devil is smart. Somebody say he's smart. The devil is smart. He's going to tempt you with what he knows you can be tempted with. And the devil, amen, will hand you a momentary gift to keep you from an eternal gift. Oh, hear me this morning. The devil will give you a momentary gift to keep you from an eternal gift. You need to hear that today. Don't accept the momentary gift. Don't accept what will make you feel good right now. Don't accept what the world has to offer. I know you repented. I know you were baptized. I know you were filled with the Spirit. You've got a reward. You've got a prize that has been set before you. It's time to keep pressing toward the mark. Somebody needs to hear what I'm preaching this morning. Don't stop praying now. Don't stop giving now. Don't stop believing now. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Watch. Watch what God says to Abraham. Just two verses later, after this, after his rejection of what the world could offer, the word of the Lord came to Abram. That's what I feel like I'm doing today. 
given you the word of the Lord. Some of you have rejected, amen, what this world has to offer. And I hear the Lord, amen, saying to this church, I'm going to pour out blessing. I'm going to pour out favor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour out what you couldn't find out there. He said, fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield. And I am thy exceeding great reward. I want to tell you right now, the benefit of God is God himself. My reward, amen, for serving God is God and God alone. For the Bible says that he daily loadeth me with benefits. There is no benefit greater than the God that supplies all of my needs according Oh, somebody hear me this morning. You're following a God that owns it all. You're following a God that understands it all. You're serving a God that can heal all of your diseases. Somebody clap your hands if you believe. Oh, I am thankful that he did not leave me the way that he found me. Amen. But when he found me, he took me in. Amen. He wrapped his arms around me and he said, I got a future for you, boy. I've got something for your life, son. Just follow me. I don't ever want to forget, Brother Michael, the benefit of him. I am thy exceeding great reward. This morning, I woke up early. God for that. And uh, I didn't need an alarm clock this morning. It was awesome was my alarm. I said, Daddy, I don't know. And then I went to sleep. And uh, so I got up. You ever have those days once you're up, you're up? Yeah. 2.30 in the morning and you're like, what in the world am I going to do? So I was up and This was this morning, and I went to uh, Putnam Hill Park, and uh, if you've ever been there in the morning, uh, the sun rises right over that roof, right over that house, so it's like you're right there. I've been there times in the morning before, but I went there to pray this morning, and just the Holy Ghost was so leaving, I was pulling out of, of the park, and, and I saw this lady, I saw this lady in a, I guess you call it a vestibule area, you step up onto it, and the roof over it, she was in there, she was, she had a bag beside her, and her head was down, and, and uh, I was pulling out, and somebody said, turn around. So I did, I, I, I drove around and I didn't get out of the car, I just rolled my window down and we have um, scripture and verse up in heaven and uh, God didn't say, say this, but this is scripture. He said, ma'am, I, I don't know who you are, but I feel 
She was in her right mind. She wasn't, didn't seem intoxicated at all. She's just there and just showed up there and began to pray. My goodness, the Holy Ghost was, was in that was in that little area. Tears was flowing down her face. And lifted her hands toward God. Said, God, I, I need you today. And man, repentance came all over her. God, I'm sorry for mistakes. I didn't ask what was going on. I didn't ask why she was there at six, six something in the morning. try to sleep at night and they have no rest. They, they try to party it away and the party doesn't do it. They try to drug it away and the drug doesn't do it. They try to sleep it away and the sleeping with other people don't do it. And, and here they are sitting in a park wondering what am I going to do with my life. And I tell you, what they are looking for is what you have in this building. You have him. And when you have him, you have enough. God forbid that we get our eyes on the problem. God forbid we get our eyes on the petty things so much that we forget that we have him. We have him. I'm going to tell you today. There is a benefit to God, and that is when I'm hungry, he feeds me. That is when I, there is unrest in my spirit, he gives me rest. That is when I need peace, he gives me peace. That is when I need hope, he gives me hope. There is nothing greater than God. There is no greater benefit. There is no greater benefit than serving God. I want you to stand all over your feet right now. I've preached way shorter than I anticipated, but I want you to hear me this morning. He said, Abraham, hang on, 15 and 5. Genesis 15 and 5, Sister Tori, you got to see this. Oh, he brought him forth abroad. This is what the Lord did after Abraham rejected what the Lord had to offer him. He said, look now toward the heaven. Tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. A 
so, the children were so esteemed and and they were so held in such high regard as a reward from God. And they still are, amen. But Abraham said, God, I want a child. And the Lord said, look up, Abraham. I know you rejected the small gift. And because you were able to reject it, look up. Look at the stars, Abraham. As many as you can count, as many as you can see, that's the reward I have waiting for you. That's the plan that I have for you. You're going to have so many kids, you're not going to be able to keep track of them all, Abraham. Look up and see the reward that I have for you. Look up and see the plan that I have for you. And I want to tell an individual, amen, on this Sunday morning, look up and see the reward that the Lord has for you today. Look up and see. He is your reward. He is your provider. He has what you're looking for today. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 2. Music can come. Miracles happen when you look. Revelation 22 and 21. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. To give every man according as his work has done. I tell you right now, he has a reward for you. We cannot become event driven. We have to be God driven. COVID, if COVID has taught us anything, it's taught us to get back to the basics of prayer. To get back to the basics of just talking to somebody and winning a soul. It stripped all of the agendas and all the schedules away, and I'm thankful for it. Listen to me. He is your reward. Amen. Not just in the life to come, but now, he said to Peter, he's got a reward for you now. Don't get so busy that you forget and you miss the reward he has waiting for you in prayer. I'm going to tell you, he's got a reward waiting for you in prayer. Our culture is event-driven. We look forward to camps and congresses and special services, and I'm thankful for that. But just maybe God during this time is saying, hey, they're preaching about me at camp. They're preaching about me at these special events. They're talking about me, me. Your reward. They're they're talking about me. I'll tell you what's happened to the church. The church has been activated through prayer. The church has been activated. Listen, you want to know why so many young people walk away from God? It's because they are event driven. And I thank God for it. We need camps. We need Congress. We need all of that. We, we become so event driven that when they get older and the events go away, they walk away from God because they feel like there's nothing else to look forward to when all this time we've been trying to point them not to an event, we've been trying to point them to a God. And we can miss the reward. 
by fast prayers, by routine prayers, by just, ah, oh, help me, Jesus. By prayers that's just, let me check it off the list. Let me get it done. I'm going to tell you right now, God, I, man, I can see it in my spirit. God has something to hand to you. If you can just get to the place in prayer where you want to keep praying. That's why so many people don't want to pray. That's why prayer is so hard for so many people. Because they have never broke through to the place where they want to pray. They've never broke through to the place where they want to stay with him just a little longer, just a few more minutes, just a few more moments with you. God, I'm not saying it's going to be like that every time, but I am saying you better recognize that God has a reward for you in prayer. God forbid that we spend all this time on events and miss the God of the events. God is our reward. He is our reward this morning. His presence that we feel in this room, it is a reward. It's a reward. Amen. And God is here on this Sunday morning to minister to somebody in this room. Don't ever forget, sir. Don't ever forget, ma'am, that you were once broke, busted, and disgusted. But he reached down to where you were and picked you up out of the miry pit. He has been, he will always be your reward. Lift your hands all over the building. I'm done this morning. Come on, somebody cry out to him right now. If you need the Lord in your life, he is here today. I don't care where you've been, what you've done. The Lord is in this room saying, come to me. Do what I am asking you to do. And I've got a reward for you. Come on, call on him right now. some of you in this room, I want you to step out of your seat right now. I want you to step out of your seat and I want you to come to this front. If you need something from God this morning, I want you to come. I want you to come. I'm going to obey what I feel right now. If you need something from God, I want you to come. Come on, your faith. Your faith is what God responds to. Your faith is what God is going to respond to today. If you need God to do something in your life, why don't you step out from where you are Come on, come with your hands lifted. Come with your faith high. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.